Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manesh. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today's no exception. We've got a great guest, but first, a quick thank you to our sponsor. The Real Estate Espresso Podcast is brought to you by International Coffee Farms. International Coffee Farms grows and sells specialty coffee in Boquete, Panama. They now have 11 fully operational coffee farms and they are 100% sold out. They are accepting reservations for farm number 12. The idea of owning a safe, diversified offshore investment is intriguing to you. Check out International Coffee Farms at internationalcoffeefarms.com. That's internationalcoffeefarms.com. We are back. Here on the weekend edition, we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. We have a great guest all the way from Indianapolis, Indiana. Welcome to the show, Jack Gibson. Thanks, Victor. Pleasure to be here. So Jack, a short while ago, we interviewed your business partner, Jeff Schechter, and we talked about your business model. What I'd like to focus on today, how you came together as a team and how you decided the two of you were going to work together, how you put together a complementary team, the systems to scale up. Yeah, sounds great. I got to definitely talk faster. This is an espresso podcast, so it's going to put me out of my comfort zone a bit. (laughs) So yeah, basically the, the short version of the story, of course, the espresso version, um, I, w- I had another nutrition consulting and distribution company uh, that I had been building up for the last 20 years. I started that in college. And then, um, you know, as time went by, I realized more and more like the old school way that I was building, which was successful, was, you know, offline marketing, word of mouth marketing, uh, relationship building. But um, to really scale the business and go faster, I knew I needed to learn digital marketing. And uh, previous attempts in the, uh, you know, early 2000s, had lost, you know, lost quite a bit of money, spent a lot of money on ads that just never really converted. So <clears throat> I realized I needed some expertise in coaching. And so Shecky's company at that time was popping up in my Facebook feed and I bought their program and, and how to run Facebook ads. And then um, I, the next step up was a consultation call with Shecky. So he was actually my, my coach. We did a one hour call and I just really liked the way he showed up. He just, you know, really came across with sincerity and and knowledge, and um, seemed like he was wired differently than me in terms of just more organized, more systematic, um, just kind of complemented, you know, the things and much more detail oriented than me. So when it came time to really launch my company, High Return Real Estate, I knew that I needed a, a partner. I knew that I needed somebody that could. Uh, complement my skill set. And also, I really needed somebody that knew how to do digital marketing. So I reached out to Shecky, thinking like, no way he's going to, you know, take take on a partnership with me in this. He's already su- super successful in what he's already doing, but it doesn't hurt to ask, right? So I uh, launched an email, pitched him on being a 50-50 partner, told him like what I was trying to build, the vision of how we were going to scale the company, said, hey, do you want to join? And he emailed back, probably a couple days later, I think he took a while to think about it. And then he's like, is this guy for real? Then he emailed me back. It's like, yes, <laughs> well, I've been, I've been dreaming about a partnership and having a company like what you're doing. So I'm all in. So that's how we got started. That's an amazing story. And he, in fact, relocated. He moved to Indianapolis to be partners with you, right? Yes. Yeah. We were joking the other day because he had to He's had to take on a, instead of the digital marketing hat, he's also had to put on the construction manager hat just to had a lot of projects on the books and just need to get them cleared off the books. You know, just too many, we overbought too many properties, not enough construction crews. So he's, he went out into the field and went into this house that was totally dilapidated and 
he was lamenting about how he, you know, when he signed up with me to come to and move from Austin to Indianapolis, he, you know, he had no idea what he was getting into and would never have said yes had he had to walk into a house like that. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so poor guy, but we're working through that so he can get back to his uh, expertise, which is, you know, digital marketing. So that's a bold move. And, you know, I've spent a lot of time in Austin, Texas. It's a beautiful city. And uh, so to move from Austin to Indianapolis, you know, just climate alone is a big change, let alone any, you know, culture and anything else. Uh, that, that was a big move. Yeah. And I think, you know, Checky just saw something where a vision for what we could do with this company that we could really scale. But in order to do that, we needed one of us to be boots on the ground. You know, when an investor comes in, they need to be, you know, tour, they need a tour, they need to meet our office, they need to go see our office. So, for me, I could not uproot my family. I live in Southern Michigan, about two, two and a half hours from Indy. So I could not uproot my family and move to Indy. And he was the guy. So by default, you know, we kind of had to, if we we're going to make, really make this work. Now you've scaled up the business to a pretty, you know, high rate of business at this point. You've got a lot of volume that you're doing. Talk a little bit about how you put together the leadership team, the different complementary skills, uh, that you needed to, you know, put something together that's ultimately successful. Well, you know, there's as, as Shecky kind of explained with our model. There's different segments of what we do, right? We have the acquisitions team, which goes on finds the properties. We have the rehab team, which obviously is you know making sure that the properties are up to the quality that we need to put a, a good, solid quality tenant in place. And then we have our uh, marketing team, which pretty much is our company, High Return Real Estate. And then we have a management team. So. My original business partner that we, when we, when I first started buying up in Indy, I bought up as a, as an investor. I wasn't looking to, to grow a company or I already had a very successful company in the nutrition business. I, I didn't need another company. I, I was getting such amazing returns. I started referring people and investors to my original provider. We decided, oh, it probably makes sense for me to become a business partner with you. And then he turned out to be incredibly unethical and I, in lacking major integrity. So the great part about what he did is that he connected me with some really amazing people. Now, like a lot of his former team, they're now my team. So, you know, it, it, things just happen to work out. If you, if you do the right thing, take care of people, do business the right way, and always try to, you know, do what's best for your investors, you know, it's going to come back around. So my head of acquisitions, Kevin, he used to be the acquisitions guy for my you know, original partner, Josh, who does all of our uh, management. So he's head of our management company. He was, you know, feeding her properties as well. And, and he turned into, you know, he's a huge asset. So in terms of the high return real estate marketing team, Shecky, obviously he does a lot of the, you know, the email marketing. He does a lot of like the website tweaking. And then we've got Colin who does all of our tech support, making sure all the pieces fit together with all of our technical stuff that goes in behind the scenes, which I can't, I hate that stuff. That's not my, definitely not my mode of expertise. And then Nicole was actually one of my very first investors and she turned into our super sales rep. So she, uh, she sells all of our properties. So that's kind of the, the flow of the whole team. And it just, we just kind of started piecing people together and it's, it's just been an amazing partnership. We now have uh, 400 properties under management just in the first I think uh, we just started the management company a year ago. And we also, we did uh, successfully, we're almost at 100 fix and flips just this year. So 
things are, I mean, really going well. I mean, we're, we're ready for some, but we're really ready to, to crank it up here in 2019. You know, I love that story. And one of the things that, you know, we talk about on, on the podcast frequently is this concept of a good deal badly managed is no deal. And there's certainly no shortage of deals. I kind of call it the all you can eat buffet of opportunity. So, you know, from your perspective, I'm sure you encountered that situation where you had lots of good deals, but maybe didn't necessarily go the way you wanted. You know, that's a great point. I tell people all the time, look, you're buying, when you're buying a property, you're buying the management team behind it. You're buying the team that provided you the property and the management that goes with it. So I've bought a lot of properties in different, you know, geographic locations over the last, you know, four years since I started really diving into real estate investing. The ones that maybe didn't look quite as good on paper with the, re- the best ROI, but they had the, the better management team behind them, they've done way better in performance. Whereas the ones that look good on paper, but it maybe ended up having a bad team, lack of integrity type team behind it, those are the ones that have been an absolute nightmare. So I think that sometimes with uh, investors look at the property itself and scrutinize the property. And that's important, of course. But more important in my mind is the team. You're buying the team. You know, I want to underscore what Jack is talking about here uh, for the listeners at home. This is such an important point. If you take away only one thing from this episode, I want you to take away that one thing, which is it really comes down. The only differentiator is not the property. It's the team. Uh, You can have a, a great property, a great opportunity, and it can be screwed up by the wrong people. If you have the right people, they can turn something that might even look mediocre at the at the outset and turn it into something amazing with the right creativity, the right resourcefulness, the right ethics, the right values, all of that coming together. Damn. That's that's so key. That's so key. Huge. Well said. It's so big. I think, like we said, I mean, people, investors naturally are going to look at paper. They're going to look at the paper returns. They're going to look at the inspection report of the property, which is important. If I had done that on some deals, you know, looked at closer at getting inspections and making sure that the inspections, you know, turned out well, that would have been different as well. But at the end of the day, that's the major variable. What team are you with? Another aspect of your business is also the education piece. Talk a little bit about that. Who are your target clients? Who are you looking to educate? And where does that fit in as part of the overall big picture? Well, we have a long form podcast that we do and we try to bring on guests from, uh, you know, all different areas of real estate investing in terms of how to do a successful cash out refinance, um, how to legally protect your properties. I'm sure a lot of the same stuff that, that you talk about and bring guests on as well. So that's a, our podcast to us is really more of an education platform for our investor base so that if they decide that they do want to become an active investor, or in some cases, just become a better passive, smarter buy and hold investor and make better informed decisions about the current state of the marketplace that, uh, and, and strategies that they can do to, you know, protect themselves, save money, taxes, all of that. You know, we want to make sure that we provide that. So we also do, um, we send out periodic emails. We call whenever we need an email to go out to the uh, field. Uh, we, we ask the Sheckmeister guru to do it. Like this guy, He's just incredible with his language and how he helps people understand, um, not only like understand uh, the value of certain properties, but also understand different strategies that they can take that, you know, are going to help them, in, you know, in the long run. But by and far, you know, our investor base, 
Victor is mostly passive investors. If they really, you know, people want to be active investors, uh, I don't necessarily know that our education and our company is the right fit for them. I mean, they're definitely going to learn through the process, but um, by and by and far, you know, we're looking for people that um, don't have the time or don't have the desire or any of the all of the above. They just don't want to get in and, and take care of all that uh, all that acquisition, rehab, management, all of that stuff. One of the myths of real estate is this notion of passive income. And I believe that there's no such thing as a passive business. There's only active businesses. Now you can invest passively in an active business, but at the end of the day, they're active businesses. So, yeah. you know, the only opportunity is for people to participate as, let's say, silent partners or passive investors in an active business. And then at that point, like you said, it comes down to how are you investing in the right team, not just the right properties, but in the right team. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you are targeting folks that are looking to invest passively and educating them, I think that adds a tremendous amount of value. There's a lot of people out there who have a notion or an idea about this thing called real estate and how it can throw off uh, residual cash, but they don't really know how it works. They don't really know all the moving parts and where the pitfalls are. No, it's very well put. And we help educate people. And I think sometimes we scare people out of wanting to become an active investor. Because as you know, Victor, I mean, there are a lot of moving parts and it is, it can be a very, very challenging and difficult business. Once they kind of realize like, oh my gosh, I didn't think about how much would really actually go into acquiring a property and buying it at the right price, negotiating the deal, you know, doing the construction, you know, all of those, that, that's, that's almost overwhelming to a lot of them. So um, not intentionally trying to scare them off, just try to paint the real, the reality of the situation. But yeah, definitely love what you're saying. I mean, for in order for somebody to have a passive return, there has to be an active team. I mean, there's no other way to continually make sure that sales are flowing, you know, into the marketplace, right? I mean, somebody's got to be actively, you know, managing and, and promoting and working the business. Absolutely. And in order for that passive investment to make sense for the passive investor, they have to understand the value that the active boots on the ground team brings to the brings to the venture. I think a lot of times that from what we can see from our investor base, and maybe that's, it's just the, uh, for whatever reason, the investors that we're acquiring are, you know, acquiring and, and attracting, but I think that they don't quite realize all the, the challenges that you know, we have to solve and problems that we have to solve behind the scenes. So yeah, they, they don't quite appreciate what we do, I don't think. Well, that's sometimes, yeah, that's sometimes uh, the case uh, in, in any project for sure. So Jack, if folks want to get in touch, what's the best way? Our website, highreturnrealestate.com. It's got everything on there. We uh, can contact us, can book a call with, a call with our um, head of investor relations, Nicole. Um, my email's on there. I mean, uh, social media, that's our Facebook, we're high return real estate on Facebook. So um, yeah, I mean, but definitely the website. And for those who haven't listened to the interview with with Jeff, want to just give a, a quick primer on specifically what your company's doing. I know these are single family turnkey rentals in the Indianapolis market. What's the what's the summary on that? Yeah, so we uh, we acquire, we uh, manage, we rehab, we have a third party inspected. Um, then we curate everything that comes on the inspection report, you know, it keeps our crews honest and make sure we provide tr- transparency on the property to our investors. And then, um, you know, we place 
you know, like we said, manage, but replacing tenants, you know, evicting tenants if necessary, you know, doing tenant turns. Um, the, everything is pretty much taken care of on the investor's behalf. So it is really a true turnkey experience. And yeah, it's all singles and we do do duplexes too. But uh, right in that sweet spot, singles are pretty strong in the indie market. They're, they're returning pretty close to 10, 10 to 12 cap returns. So very, very strong in terms of uh, you know, what's available out there. I love that. Well, Jack, thank you for the great insights and congratulations on a tremendous amount of success in your first year. In the meantime, for the listeners at home, definitely reach out to Jack at highreturnrealestate.com. And in the meantime, have a great rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. 